Hi, this is Regaline Sabah, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Rob Foray. Rob Foray is an international keynote speaker, event host, game show host, and celebration collaborator. Welcome to the show, Rob. Thank you so much. Uh, we were talking about this earlier, about how we say my last name. Some people always like, is it fair? Is it fairy? Right? Well, here's a fun thing. I grew up as a fairy, and I thought, you know what? Foray just sounds a little bit more distinguished. It's a better stage name, so we're kind of peeling back the curtain here. And a friend of mine said, you know how you can get people to remember your last name? Just say it's like Foray, as in hip-hop Foray. Oh, right. I grew up in the 90s, you know, so that was, uh, it's a good reference for me. I love it. Fur Ray, very powerful. Now, can you start off by telling us about you and where you are from? Yeah. I, uh, you're, I'm joining you from my virtual studio here in Salt Lake City, Utah. My cat is trying to break into my studio right now as she's going through the door here. And this is a real disco ball here. Yep. And so, uh, yeah, I, Started uh, as a my business here 14 years ago. Then this is where I grew up here in Salt Lake City, and I actually graduated from college in 2003. And shortly after college, I went to go work for Mickey Mouse. Yeah, so I moved to Orlando and I was there for about three years. And I moved back to Utah, and that's where I started my business. And the great thing about what I do is I can travel anywhere in the world, and virtually I can be anywhere in the world at any time, which I love even more. But uh, Next week, I'm actually going on my first business trip. We are going to be going to Tennessee. I'm going to be speaking in Tennessee, and then we're going to Dollywood. So I'm really excited about that. I love it. It sounds quite the journey you are on. I love it. Yes. Tell us more about what inspired you to become a game show host. Yeah, Sometimes uh, kids have these dreams and they say, what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, one of those dreams was to be a game show host. I just love being in front of audiences and I love just being able to have that energy of an audience. I also love to give away free stuff and being a game show host is a great way of doing that. And it brings joy to people's lives, but it's just a part of the entertainment that I like to do. There's so many different things that I do. Uh, when I first got started, I was a DJ and I worked at the theme parks in Orlando, Florida. I actually DJed while people waited in line to get on a ride at Universal Studios. That's where I first got started. And then uh, I learned different aspects of game shows and things like that. I worked at the Nickelodeon Hotel. If you're familiar with the Nickelodeon brand, one of their most famous game shows is Double Dare. And we hosted a show at the hotel very similar to that, where we slimed a kid at the very, very end. And we also did poolside shows, breakfast shows. And I really cut my teeth as a game show host and hosting events at the Nickelodeon Hotel. And then I came home back to Utah and I started my DJ business. And then I started slowly building my own game show over the years. And now I have my own game show, which is called The Best Game Show Ever. It's a live game show and I now do the virtual game show as well. I don't, I don't broadcast it anywhere. I keep it more for private events and things like that. And then I also worked, uh, had a dream job last year working for the Utah Jazz as their halftime game show host. And that was just amazing. A, a dream come true. Then COVID hit and I haven't been back since. So may maybe in the years to come, they'll bring me back. But yeah, right now uh, they don't need a game show host for halftime when they're, they don't really have an audience to play to right now. 
Very uplifting. Thank you for sharing your inspiring story with us. Now, tell us more about what inspired you to host events, Rob. Yeah. So growing up, I always wanted to be on stage. I always wanted to be able to perform. And so uh, lots of people maybe in the entertainment business have those roots of just being on stage. And so I did theater all throughout my life. I did improv comedy. But what really wanted, where I really wanted to go with life was actually using entertainment and being able to make money doing it. And so I, I know a lot of people who are entertainers who can't make a living doing it. It's like a side gig or something they do on the side. And I wanted to create a business around it. That necessarily wasn't the goal at first. I learned along the way, this is something that I can do. Because there were times where I was like, I need like a respectable day job. I need to do something that maybe maybe a girl would find respectable and she would want to marry a guy because he has this. And then he DJs on the weekend or he does entertainment on the side. So I had the luxury to figure it all out without having to support a family. And uh, that really helped me out. And then I learned the business side of everything. And I got into business not to be in business. I got in business to be in front of audiences and to perform in front of people. So it, it's a lot of mistakes made and a lot of learning moments around it, but also it's been a fun ride. And I think one of the best things that I was able to do was just to keep learning from others, getting mentors and coaches and actually doing workshops and coaching programs and going to association events and conferences. That's how I've been learning uh, throughout my life is constantly learning and constantly trying to learn from those who are doing it well and who are successful at it. Keep learning from others. I love it. I love it. Now, Rob, tell us more about the major challenge that you had to overcome in your life. Everybody has different challenges um, and it's all relative. And I really can say that I haven't had too many challenges. I've been really lucky to have a great family. My parents supported me. They helped me through college. They supported me wherever I went. And so I think maybe a challenge would be my own self-imposed challenges, if, if anything. Um, maybe procrastination, maybe not knowing the tools to create a successful business or not maybe even being aware of some of my limitations. I got married seven years ago, almost eight, and maybe a year into our marriage, my wife thinks, I think you have ADD or some sort of form of ADD. And I'm like, my dad's a psychiatrist. How, why would you think that? He's never diagnosed me with this, right? And I've always been successful because of the community around me, people who believed in me. And so I don't have one of those stories where I had to go through a super huge challenge, but I think recognizing challenges and taking them on when they come to me has been something that's been a blessing in my life, but also recognizing those challenges and then being self-aware to be able to take them on and ask for help. I think for people who are going through challenges sometimes, maybe don't ask for help and they say, I can do this alone. What's I've avoided a lot of those challenges because I've leaned on people. 
I had girlfriends in college who'd help me write term papers. You know, I, I would ask my father to help me with projects in high school. Not everybody has that luxury of having a community around you. So if you don't have that community, find that community. And so, um, but also taking those challenges and turning them into learning opportunities. And so I would think one of my challenges is, is maybe just, I'm so scatterbrained, I'm all over the place, right? And so I'm still learning how to deal with that and becoming a better business person, being more reliable. I am fairly reliable, but there are times where something might fall to the wayside because there's so many different things. I have that squirrel mentality. Squirrel, right? So <laughs> if anything, that that hopefully that answers your question there. Yes, it does. It, it really goes down to it's all about progression, not perfection. That's what you just shared with us. And it's very, very powerful. Thank you. Now, Rob, tell us more about a time in your life where you experience an aha moment. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of challenges, this was an aha moment. That was a challenge. Um, I'm fairly self-aware, but there are times where my <clears throat> my my temper gets the best of me. And I usually relate to those moments uh, on the basketball court, maybe in traffic. And then maybe when somebody just pushes me just a little too far. Um, and it's weird because I'm not a com confrontational combative person, but there are times where I take things personally and I, I don't back down. I always worry about the time when somebody is really up for the challenge and is ready to fight me. And, and then I'm like, and I don't back down and I'll get pummeled. That hasn't happened yet. But the reason I bring that up is there were two incidents over a couple of months in the summer. Uh, I think it was maybe 2016, a couple of years, four or five years ago, where I had a mental breakdown in the middle of event. And one event, I, I shut off the computer because somebody was asking for a request and they kept asking for a request and they kept prodding me and poking me. And then eventually they told me that everything I was playing sucked and this is terrible and all this basically judging me from behind. And what I did is I turned off the music and I said, is this what you want? Right. And it just destroyed the, the, the rest of the night because I started arguing with this person over song requests. Right. That happened a couple months later at another event. And I had another breakdown in the middle of it. We're playing music and I shut it down and I start, and this happened with youth, with kids. And I started berating them from, <laughs> from the DJ booth, telling them, I'm here for you. And this is what you're giving me. And you're giving me this and that. I don't really want to go too much into the details, but those two moments were very humbling for me, but also like made me think, why am I doing this? Why am I getting angry at the people I'm supposed to entertain? And I took a workshop a month after that and I got vulnerable with everybody. And I think that's a huge key is to maybe even get vulnerable with the people that you work with, be self-aware, ask for help. 
So I'm in the middle of this workshop and I tell them about the story and everybody who's at this workshop has their jaws are just dropping. And they're like, I can't believe you would do that. You seem like such a nice person. How did this happen? And the man who was leading that workshop, his name's Todd Mitchum. And he taught me some very valuable things. And this is where the breakthrough happened. This is where the aha moments happened. And he really pointed out to me that I made it about myself. My performance was about me and my ego. And every time somebody questioned me, every time somebody pushed me, I made it about me. And her insulting the song choice, I took it personally, right? And he said, it's not about you, it's about your audience, right? And another thing that he told me was, is don't assume that they want you to fail. Don't assume that they're trolling you for a reason. Don't assume that they're doing these things so that you will eventually break. And that was another aha moment. Don't assume these things and take a moment, step outside of yourself, look down upon the situation and say to yourself, is this who you are at this moment? What are you going to do? How are you going to react, right? We always go back to the adage of the little kids, right? The story of a, you have a little brother or a sister or you have a child that says, well, he made me angry. He did this to me, so he made me angry. Nobody can make you angry. You make yourself angry. You choose to be angry. You choose to react in that way in that moment. And so ever since then, I'm able just to step back, not take it personally, and then also either react in a way that is positive or maybe even deflect. So I now, when those moments happen, I react in a different way. I actually react in a more positive way. So if somebody were to say, this music sucks, what you chose sucks, I sometimes tend to agree with them. You're right, but it's not about this song right now. Somebody else requested it. You are right. This song does suck, but I still got to play it. What do you like? And then we can maybe turn the tables and just start having a conversation instead of being deflective and confrontational. So that was a huge aha moment for me. Really changed the way I started. And mind you, those moments never happened until that point with the people that I worked with, but it just came to a boiling point that summer and it really changed things for me after that moment. So <laughs> it's, it's an odd, awkward story and I hate to tell it, but the lessons learned from it have really helped me uh, until this day. I believe your story is someone else's hope who may be going through something very similar. So thank you for sharing that, Rob. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? Mm, walking with purpose, living a life with happiness. A good friend of mine, his name's Clint Pulver, fellow speaker. He talks about living a life, not by accident, but a life by design. And you talked about how do we walk with purpose and happiness. I think doing things intentionally is very important. Finding those moments 
and recognizing those moments. So I just gave you two points there. I think looking for moments to be happy and being able to check out, because sometimes we don't take those moments to check out, to go on a walk, to go on a hike. If you can't leave your home, find a Zen spot. Be mindful. Mindfulness has been coming into my life. I'm not quite there where it comes to mindfulness, but I think being in the moment instead of just worrying about what's ahead, what's behind, dwelling on regret, dwelling on what's going wrong. Uh, I'm an optimist, so I feel really lucky that I have that mentality. Um, I've only felt depression maybe a couple of times in my life, and that was after bad breakups, right? Some people feel that all the time, and sometimes it's hard for them to get to that point. And so I cannot relate, but I can tell you one the things that have helped me are looking at what I have. And it was really interesting in 2020, I would often sit in the backyard with my wife and I would say, this could be a lot worse. They could be. I'm not working as much. We were supposed to move into our dream home. The pandemic hit right when we were putting an offer on the home, right? We had to back out. But I keep recognizing what we do have. And, and I don't think it's a healthy way to be like, well, it could be worse. But it's basically recognizing what you do have and being happy with it. Um, and a therapist talked to me about this wave. He says, you're riding a wave. Think of it yourself as a surfer. Don't look at all the other different waves that you could be on. This is your wave. Ride that wave. Enjoy that wave. And another wave will come along. But as you're riding that wave to the beach and then you go back out into the sea, just recognize the wave that you're on because this is the wave that chose you. You chose to go on that wave. This is your wave right now and enjoy that ride. And I always think about that. Yeah, yeah, this is my wave. This is where I'm going. And so I think having moments of intentional happiness, being able to find those moments and being able just to even give yourself time to check out. Um, also have vacations planned or excursions planned. We're really excited, looking forward to this moment where we're going to Tennessee in a couple of weeks and we're going to go to Dollywood. I've been talking this up to my wife. You're really going to love Dollywood. I've been to Dollywood. It's amazing. And so we're just really geared up for that. And so the idea is just to live life with intentional happiness, I guess you could say. Live life with intentional happiness. Absolutely amazing. Rob, thank you for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. Now, where can the audience find you? Yeah, a couple of ways. Uh, RobFaray.com. And you could find me on Instagram at Rob Foray. Those are the best two places you can find me. Uh, that's where most of the fun content is. Uh, some people, you can email me LinkedIn as well. Uh, just look up Rob Foray and you'll find me there as well. Absolutely amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Rob at robforay.com. And Rob, again, thank you for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. You have a great day. Thank you so much. It's been an honor. You're welcome.